Now then, 8.45, just about. Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro prepares to mark the symbolic milestone of 100 days in office. That's basically an opportunity for him this Wednesday to reflect on what he's done, perhaps on everyone else, the global media, to reflect on his achievements or otherwise. Uh, So it was January that he was sworn in as Brazil's first right-wing president since the end of military rule three decades ago, you may recall. Uh, He came in on the promise to restore order in a country that had been hampered by corruption, crime, a deepening fiscal crisis... But he is now facing the worst approval rate for a first-time Brazilian president for the first three months among all elected predecessors since the country's return to democracy in the late 1980s. So not exactly um, the greatest accolade to cheer about, that is it. Mr. Paulo Trevisani is in Brazil, reporter for the Wall Street Journal, and is our on-the-scene reporter today. Good morning from Seoul. Hi, good morning. Uh, good morning, Alex, and, uh, and all the, the listeners. Great to have you with us on the line. Can you tell us more about this record low approval rating? How significant is that after such a short period in, t- in charge? Uh, sure. Uh, uh, yeah, the, 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 the poll released yesterday by Datafolia, it's a, a major polling uh, firm in, in Brazil, uh, showed that 32% of respondents approved of the government, uh, and about thirty percent, thirty-two approved, thirty percent said it is bad or 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 really bad, and about thirty-three percent said it's regular. So it's about one third on each uh, front. And but you know the significance of that, it, it's it is a matter of dispute by, by some analysts here. Uh, I have been told by some experts, that uh, uh, it might be a matter of perception. You see, uh, around 60% of respondents in the same poll uh, said that they are disappointed with the results uh, so far by the new government. But, as you said, we are only three months into the government. Uh, uh, And so some analysts believe that you know, because of all the social media uh, environment that we live in today, people may be getting uh, unrealistic expectations about what their elected officials can do in a relatively short amount of time. But that said, the fact of the matter is that uh, 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 apparently uh, uh, President Bolsonaro is not enjoying the type of support his predecessors did things uh, 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 the late 90s, the late 80s. We saw a recent AFP article describe the first months of the president's term as marred by chaos and blunders, eroding support, and putting brakes on his reforms. What has he done so wrong if we were to actually elaborate on those kinds of descriptions? Well, uh, um, this, uh, uh, this administration, as you pointed out, was elected to with the, you know, the, 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 the biggest mandate, the main mandate for this administration from the, uh, the polls last year was to uh, clean Brazilian politics from corruption. 
which has been uh, a major problem in this country for decades. So uh, uh, one thing that uh, Jair Bolsonaro did was to uh, 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 stay away from an old practice in, in, in Brazilian government of giving cabinet positions to some of the you know, dozens of political parties in Brazil in exchange for their support in Congress. Everybody before Bolsonaro did that type of uh, a trade-off with Congress. But Bolsonaro uh, believes, he has said that, uh, uh, he believes that this type of compromise, this type of trade-off, leads to corruption. So he, doesn't, he didn't want to do that. Because of that, he's establishing uh, a new type of relationship with Congress, but that's not happening in a very uh, organized way. So, uh, uh, so what you have now is is this sort of standoff between the executive branch and and Congress, where uh, things end up getting stuck. The government is sending. The government has sent two major bills to to Congress, and, and they're. They're being very slow in, 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 you know, going through all the the, the discussions in Congress and, and getting approved. So I, I believe all that gives the impression that the government's not working. And just to make things worse is the fact that because the, this is the first really conservative uh, uh, administration since Brazil uh, went back to democracy in the 80s, the first conservative one, so it, it is a major cultural change in the government, and it has been reflected in some uh, attitudes and, and and remarks from uh, some cabinet members, or even from people close to the president or the president himself, that has not been that have not been received very well by the public. Uh, just today. Uh, Bolsonaro fired his education minister and and made the new one. And the reason why the, the his his education minister was let go was uh, uh, because this minister had been involved in in controversy. All the for the whole three months period he had been in the job. Most recently. He, he was advocating that uh, school books in Brazil should uh, uh, change the way uh, it describes the, the military coup that happened here in 1964. The minister was basically implying that uh, 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 the, the language describing the coup should be uh, uh, should be a little more uh, subtle and not so uh, uh, critical to the military coup. Right. This type of change in the government is, is, is causing much more noise than actual uh, policy, according to the most critics, critics of the, the, the new administration. It, it's a similar scenario, that, isn't it, to what we've heard in other countries, this dispute over teaching history. But um, another problem that he has where many politicians around the world, many leaders would be able to sympathize. 
the uh, ultra-conservative party, Social Liberal Party, to which he belongs, um, it only holds around 10% of 513 seats in the lower house of of Congress. Does that mean that he's not really going to be able to push through any of his promises, um, for example, pension reform uh, and uh, the other areas that perhaps could make or break his presidency? Not necessarily, because uh, there are 28 parties in Congress. Uh, No Brazilian president has ever had uh, a majority with one single party in Congress. Uh, That's something that simply doesn't exist in Brazilian politics. Of course, that makes it a lot harder for any president to govern. Uh, So, uh, 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 Bolsonaro... His party uh, uh, is not uh, by itself a majority, so he needs to build up uh, a coalition. And that's exactly the root of the problem uh, uh, of his relationship with Congress. This coalition was traditionally built by trading cabinet positions with some of those parties in exchange for their support in Congress. That's how uh, Bolsonaro's predecessors built their coalitions in order to, to, to be able to, to get anything through Congress. And Congress in Brazil is a very powerful institution, has always been. Uh, uh, but, you know, Bolsonaro is trying to change that game. And, and, and yes, that's, that's an uphill battle. And the pension reform is where this battle is being uh, fought uh, for the first time. And as you said, you said it exactly, it's a make-or-break type of thing. Uh, uh, the economy, the Brazilian economy, has been sluggish for the past five years. To say the least, for two years, the, the economy actually contracted in a, a total of nearly 7%. It was really bad. We're talking about 12% unemployment rate uh, as of now. Uh, growth this year is expected to to be, you know, uh, uh, very small again. So, and the reason for that, according to most economists, is that uh, uh, people are reluctant to invest in Brazil because they see the government debt load growing every year, and it's approaching 80% of total output which is uh, just too much for any developing nation. Uh, and because of that, people just uh, uh, freeze out and don't invest, don't move the economy up. I understand. And the debt load is growing because Brazil has a, a, a big problem in the pension system. Uh, simply put, uh, uh, the government doesn't get enough contribution from workers to pay out all the pension due to uh, retirees in Brazil. Well, that's a potential time bomb right there, but it's obviously an issue Brazil's struggling with right now. Mr. Paolo Trevisani, I've got to jump in because that's it for our show today and certainly it for our on-the-scene segment. Been good to have you on the line, though. And uh, stay with us because coming up next, Yerika Park with Inside Korea after your latest news headlines. We'll be back with This Morning tomorrow, 7.05.